0: it's another week I can't believe another week passed and I get to sit next to Andy Bozek again but uh, but this time I got someone else to look at besides Andy we've got Lorelei Weimer from our tourism well Porter County Tourism am it, I getting it, that title it, right I'm it, getting and it and wrong
1: and we'll <I'm> in Porter <laughs> County.
0: there you go yes in Porter County it's all Porter County but uh, yeah it's uh, we're listen WVLP 103.1 and uh, today I'm, I'm going to say our sponsor right at the top because I always forget and the Odd Fellows uh, remind me of that on occasion <laughs> we're sponsored by the Independent Order of Odd Fellows on uh, Checkwick Lodge number 56 in Valparaiso right above the chamber uh, downtown Valpo so uh, and as a matter of fact, uh, we had a bike giveaway last week and it was a wonderful thing at uh, the Living Hope Church from 9 to 12 and a lot of people came by and it was a wonderful wonderful day so uh, but anyways uh, So so the show name is Porter County Buzz Buzz Buzz.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah but uh, go ahead Andy Greg I I know (laughs) last week we had our uh, health department thank you dinner is that I know it had a more official name to it what was it called (laughs) Well it was a health department thank you dinner (laughs) I know I wasn't able to go to that we had some other things going on but I know you and a couple other council members went so how did it
0: go? Yes it was phenomenal Uh, there was 85 people there give or take a few people wonderful dinner don't uh, not only donated but catered in and served by the uh, uh, martinis oh, in Valpo cool. uh, Wonderful people And uh, there was uh, we the other thing too is we had a nice presentation it was all about the thank you to the workers for the uh, vaccinations and the uh, the COVID testing and all that and uh, so it was any all the ex- it wasn't just health workers it was the extension of people that also helped, like the oh. highway department Lance Bella from EMA was there. Uh, Anthony Stua from 911 was there, and and a host of others and and a bunch of volunteers. Our
2: favorite uh, MC, Greg Sims. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) And uh, and if you see any pictures, I was nice. I was wearing a beautiful T-shirt with a print of a tuxedo on there, and And I will say that
2: on Facebook. Yeah, how
0: how that happened? (laughs) Just so you know. Uh, Letty Zapata, who is the, the director of the um, health department, I was in the office yeah, before, a couple of days before the event and I said, uh, what am I supposed to wear? And she said, "Don't wear anything, we're, you know, it's kind of casual. And then there was a voice down the hallway that said, no, you need to wear a t-shirt with a tuxedo. That would be awesome. <laughs> and then, of course, Letty and the other nurses that were there agreed. Well, they didn't know that I have three of these shirts at home. And uh, so I sported the nicest one with these buttons on the and stuff. Nicest one. <laughs> yes, and, it ha- and I put a tuxedo jacket on, mm-hmm. and so that's how I walked in. And oh my God! So it was it was a uh, unbelievable fun and. Uh, I, I hadn't had fun like that in a very long time where people you know you're being in an environment where everybody is appreciative and everyone's just excited and happy you know in this in this time that we live in right now with all this anger mm-hmm. it was just incredibly awesome to see just a nice pleasant environment and the other thing too that I have to mention is I don't know how they they the nurses did it or what but we had tons of door prizes matter of fact we had four prizes more than we had people in the room Oh my goodness that's awesome It's a great problem to have Oh my well you know it's funny you said that and because here's what happened I'm looking because I I pulled out the numbers and um, I'm looking down I see like six prizes and I got four tickets left I'm like okay we're gonna have a problem and I, I, (laughs) I said some we're gonna have left over what do we do and someone said well why don't you pull again out what I did was after I pulled them out of the bin and read the number out I put the, the ones in my pocket yeah. you know so I didn't you know and so I had a pocket full of these stubs and they're like well just pull them pull out one and we'll do it and I said well are you guys gonna remember your numbers because I, I don't know if I would have and they're going oh yeah I said okay let's see what happens and I'll be darned I pulled one out and only one person said that was my number
1: <laughs> So <There's no> fighting. <laughs> yeah
0: and it was really I tell you what from a standpoint of just people this was an unbelievable trust and nice and it was just an awesome experience and, and and we did it to another number and the same thing happened you know one person said well that was mine and uh, it was just so cool I'm
2: just glad or I'm unhappy you didn't pull my number I mean what's uh, no <laughs>
0: and I didn't even I didn't have one but you know uh, well
2: thank you for for I'm seeing that and thank you to all the health care care workers that um Took part in it, I guess. Well, uh, yeah, and, and and you know what? The county.
0: And, and I and I want to give a shout out to Strack and Van Til's. Um We had mm. rescheduled this three times mm. because uh, well, the first. This th- is
2: that same one. Yes. Oh,
0: yes. I didn't realize it was
2: still. Pushing. Yeah,
0: because of the COVID number, like yeah. okay. And um, when we did our first one, Strack and Tills had offered to donate um, the the centerpieces, Centerpiece. and uh, when the third one came around, so to speak they said oh um we don't know we're not sure if we can do it and i'm like oh okay oh, we will figure it out well not even an hour later they called and they said i don't know what we were why we said that but of course we're going to donate and and then they asked me the, the coolest question they said we've got these vases that we had etched that said um, uh, hometown heroes health department and in the end they go would it be okay for you used those? I go oh my god that would be incredible sounds like right up the alley exactly right? but these these centerpieces were un- oh, awesome. they were they were valued at over 20 if we would have gone in and bought them 25 bucks roses and I mean four or five rows I mean it was just it was awesome Good. so they were gracious people uh, to work with and um, yeah I can't think of them. i mean, along with the other you know martinis and Hooters donated a lot of uh, gift certificates and oh, stuff cool. and and a bunch of others but and a 90 year old this was kind of funny too we had bird houses up there there's a an older gentleman he's about 94 years old mm-hmm. he lives on Hayes Leonard Road he he did not want his name you because he's like I don't want the recognition I just want to support right so I go over to his house and he's got birdhouses everywhere and he, this is what he's bored and he's, you know, retired and he makes these birdhouses. So he goes, pick whatever you want. There must have been 50 of them in there. I'm like, oh my God. So I picked some. And uh, so I was telling the people, you know, with the raffle and stuff, when they came up, I said, this is a 94 year old guy, you know, and and he just won. And they were so excited because they're getting somebody in the community just wanted to give and they didn't want recognition. They just wanted to give. And it was, yeah, it was really cool. So that's what That I mean. yeah,
2: Speaks volumes. I mean, that's how Porter County is. Oh,
0: and then yes, we had entertainment. There was, uh, actually, it was Letty that bought it. Yeah, entertainment. It was great. Yeah. No. Oh well, no. Yeah. No. Uh, yes and no. Um, they were these two other guys, and I don't know what their names are, but they were they did like impression songs and like just think of a guy that's like 60 years old putting on a wig, and singing like Cher, and and if you close your eyes or turned away. it it sounded like a female was singing Cher and then you turn around it's a slightly larger guy older with this black you know wig on just doing his funny moves and singing (laughs) I'm like oh my god it was really entertaining (laughs) so yes I mean it was was a it was a good time but yeah thank you Andy for asking and uh you know, had you not there, you know, maybe I wouldn't have talked about it as much because uh, you would have been there. I wouldn't, Laura I, you know, would have been. I was doing it for the show. That's Oh I my so goodness. We
2: the, the con- and now we got to get back to Laurel. Like, she's got more than con- She's looking con- at us going, what are you guys died. doing? Yeah, she's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate you coming all the way yes. down south to Valparaiso down here.
1: Yeah, you know what? My car is on autopilot for the whole county. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he knows how to get here. So tell us, um, I guess
2: Enough, tell us what you guys do where you're at because some people don't know where you're located and is it right. open to the public? just talk a little bit about what yeah. the facility so is. so
1: first of all we are the official marketing and destination development for Porter County so that's important to know okay so our job is really if you think about it we're the cheerleaders <laughs> for the county if you think about it, is there any other agency that's going out there and really getting people excited to want to come here. And why that's a big deal is if you don't want to come here as a visitor, mm-hmm. then you're not going to want to move here, you're not going to want to put mm. your business here. So, we're the we're considered the uh the front door to traditional economic development. So, what our job is is to get visitors to come into the county But a lot of the things that we do, we also want the residents to take advantage of it because you'd be surprised how many things that the residents don't realize that they have in their own backyard. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we operate the official Indiana Dunes Visitor Center. And when I say the official visitor center, it's the official visitor center for Porter County as well as for the National Park. And that's located on 1215 North uh, State Road 49. So it's right, it's a mile and a half right outside the state park. And that's pretty much
2: 20 and 49, the corner right there. Exactly. So it's
1: it's actually north of I-94 and it's just before you get to the 20 bridge. So a lot of people Mm -hmm. when we first built it there in 2006 weren't sure where we were located but that's not an issue anymore.
2: Okay. Yeah, because I think you guys used to be in a bank building over by the uh, Swing Bellies, right down yes, by Old so, Jewel so, back so in the day. So
1: we built that building and s- sold it to the bank. Really? Okay.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, when I first moved here, that's we used yeah. to go. You know, we'd they walk downtown and stop in the visitor center because it was somewhere cool to hang exactly, out. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, cool as far as temperature, cool. You know, if you're sure. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: And and now one thing Laurel I said she said she was a cheerleader and I have to say she is because when we walked in the studio, I tripped over her pom poms. <laughs> <laughs> Those
2: were mine. Oh, I thought they were oralized.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. you know, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you guys, do you are you contracted by the state, by the federal government, by the county? Where, did, where does their money come from? Who hires you?
1: Okay, so we are a department of county government. Now mm-hmm. a lot of bureaus throughout the state. There's an, another extension, so they're through the government. But then they they have a contract for a not-for-profit. We're not like that. We're a department of county government. We are funded, though, so we're under a state law called the Uniform Law, and that got adopted by the commissioners, and so we're funded through the innkeeper's tax. So this is important to know, local taxes are not paying for us. So it's an investment. Visitors stay at a hotel, they they pay the 5%, that is collected by the hotels, then it's turned back over to us to reinvest into bringing in uh, the visitors and again so it's, a, it's the circular right so then we invest it and then we bring in visitors to the county uh, the interesting part is that the highest expenditure per person per day is that hotel guest wow. so really if you think about it they spend the night they're going to eat at the mm-hmm. restaurants they're going to go mm-hmm. to the attraction so mm-hmm. we're always trying to get that connection to we're not just a day trip we want them we want to turn them into an overnight guest oh that's awesome
2: when you talk about the tax that's a five percent the fee that's added on to all hotel sites. Is that what it kind exactly. of overall means? Exactly.
1: So so again, and that's the beauty of it. The visitors are paying that tax. Now obviously if you stay in the hotel locally, if you're a local right. person that stays yeah. in the hotel, you're, you're, going to, you're going to pay the tax as well. But you think about it, the lion's share is coming from a visitor. Mm-hmm. Then it's given back to us to reinvest into the county and into the industry. And do right.
2: we do Airbnbs and VRBOs? Are, they, are you guys collecting money Ooh, from them That's a good as well? question. They
1: weren't at first and oh, yes. the state legislature passed a bill that Says you have to, so now we are getting that collected. And, and there's you know, you've got a lot of the lake communities that have Airbnb. Wow, so we have that, and then there's one for it's called OTA online travel agents. So, if you bought a ticket at, at, at Expedia, what Expedia wanted to do is they wanted to charge the tax only on the wholesale price that they got it oh from. they didn't want to collect the tax on, on
0: the, the retail.
1: So that got changed as well.
0: Now, what about a campground or a campsite?
1: Not for uniform. So oh, okay. under uniform camps are excluded. Campsites are excluded gotcha. from that. Okay. Well, that's interesting.
2: I, I, I mean, I knew where your funding came from because we've talked about it throughout the council meetings. But I, I think a lot before I was involved in council. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. And I think you just uh, probably opened a lot of people's eyes to to know that you guys are pretty much, not self-funded, but uh, self-funded almost, you know?
0: It's a great program that we're benefiting from without having to pay for. That's exactly it. CNS, yeah, absolutely, that's cool.
2: Well, and it's a really cool facility too, because I know years ago my son was into this Junior Ranger program, mm-hmm. and we went down there and he got a badge and he had the Junior Ranger hat and he was super dorky looking, <laughs> but because he, he wore it everywhere, he wore it everywhere But the facility there's
0: has, oh so many things I can say right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just like his dad. Uh, but the DNR gentleman, because there's there's actual. Is it DNR? No, National
1: Park. So National Park Rangers are in there. The Park Rangers, yes. So they lease space from us. So you understand that the visitor center is owned by the county. Uh So the commissioners own it because we're not allowed to actually own a building. But we maintain it. So that building is maintained by our office so they lease space from us and then they are responsible for 50 percent of the operational cost as well as the capital improvement cost okay which is unusual right so if you're leasing a space normally you wouldn't be responsible for that right but they abandon their space we have a bigger building because we have them in the space now what's important to know we're on the innkeeper's tax that is a user fee that is based on what so you know i don't have if i come into you guys and say i need a five million dollar budget it's all based on a user fee so when the pandemic hit. You know we were looking at potentially a zero revenue that's what we looked at and I still have a facility that I have to maintain so our industry got hit really hard so you can imagine when we get the news that everything is shutting down right right there is no travel we are realizing we're in a world of hurt and what is this gonna look like and we don't know what recovery looks like so that was uh, so so our folks what people don't realize is not only so you can remember this was March of 2020 We're already gearing up for the season because we don't know the pandemic's coming yeah but now we have to try to figure out is there any way that we can rescue our industry so Mm -hmm. what are the programs that we're going to do to try to what people that are still out there can we get them to safely into our hotels Mm -hmm. can they support the restaurants and so forth i will give you some statistics um,
0: we have a graph here on our on our wall. By the way, uh, you guys at Radio Land can't see it, but we can see it.
1: Well, it's it's really important because we so the the national average almost was fifty percent down in tourism revenues. Okay, nationwide. Nationwide is fifty percent from the previous year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We lost seventy two million dollars in, in twenty twenty. Well, as,
0: as a county from the lack a of tourism, from right? Okay. And
1: so forth. Wow. But we were half of what the industry lost. So that's a huge loss. It could have been a lot worse. What saved us was the Indiana Dunes. And I don't think people oh. really understand. Because
2: it was still open, people could still hike. It was still hype.
1: open. So we went from, so you have to understand the last three years has been a roller coaster because in 2019, we come to a National Park. We celebrate that. We find out that that economic impact is we have $539 million in economic spending in our our in our community. So that's 2019 we went from 3.2 million visitors in 18 to 3.7 million in 2019 we go to 4.2 million in 2020 wow during the pandemic and then we go to 5 million in 2021 wow and what people don't realize 80% of those people are from outside of northwest indiana 20% only 20% are from northwest indiana itself
2: is that driven by us becoming a federal Park, it is. It is. is. Parkers so, Parkers. So, so we
1: think two things happen, Andy. We think you had it's the perfect storm, and it's not a storm, but you <laughs> had, <laughs> it,
2: was, it felt like one. <laughs> well,
1: so you had the name. change. Do I have a storm
0: had, noise there? I don't we know. We got
1: international <laughs> coverage on that name change of becoming a national park. So we and it, we got two big rounds of media coverage in 2019. So it was all over the place. Then you go from that to a, literally a year later. We're now in a pandemic. Illinois closed, Michigan's closed, but everybody knew we we had this national park. Right. Well, I remember
2: those articles in the paper too, about people yeah. at the beaches. Yeah. And, 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 and <laughs> during the we, pandemic. We
1: had some issues, right? We also, but
2: thank goodness we didn't close.
1: Well, out. we also had our, our highest erosion issues. So, I mean, oh, we, had, I we, had, we had that issue as well. So you we had- Oh,
2: dry- you don't remember the roads up there? No, I knew the erosion yeah. was happening, but yeah. I didn't realize it was during Corona as well. Oh, oh yeah. So, so, maybe,
1: so you have, you have, less, I know Beverly Shores you have less beaches, and more people, so yeah, that, that yeah. does create a bit of an issue. But so I think, so I think it's really important to understand that. First of all, we lost 72 million. We can't recapture that, right? That's that's revenue loss. These are small mom and pop businesses. People need to realize, even if it's a Marriott or if it's a Hampton. Those are not owned by the corporate offices, right? Those are franchises that are owned by uh, an owner, an independent owner. So you know, it's not like, and they're, they're paying, yeah. and they're paying branding mm-hmm. fees for that. So this is this was hit really hard. So now, what our job is, we're recovered, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of the visitation, but we have to still try to help them figure out how they, you know, they lost 72 million.
0: See now. You know, we can always add another you, you need to talk to Kevin Pazer and see about turning the old jail museum into a little bed and breakfast and have people do a oh little a haunted night.
2: <laughs> it wasn't <Yeah>. <laughs> it be cool? Probably drive a lot of traffic. Those haunted things seem <laughs> well, to do. i don't okay stuff so Speaking
0: much. of haunted, Diana of the Dunes. See, we had Scott McDonald in here talking about the haunted opera house and then yes. Kevin Pazer, the haunted those things. Laurel uh Lori Um Daly she she actually she talked about the Oddfellows <laughs> building being haunted, not the expo being haunted. So we have Diana the Dune, We have another haunting here. Well,
1: it's, so it's interesting <laughs> you said that. So our staff, you know, so what we did find is that during two thousand and twenty, what was safe is outdoors, right? We finally mm-hmm. came to that conclusion. So we launched a new coupon program, digital coupon program. We felt that that was critical. We launched the Diana the Dunes Dare with the national park service which is out at west beach we want we launched the flower quest right so all of these are safe activities that you can come and do year round and then we promoted it now keep in mind we had no marketing budget mm-hmm. for two years and so i have to tell our staff what you're going to be doing it's called guerrilla marketing you're going to market it's going to be much harder work mm-hmm. but you're going to do it without any money and and we did you know we it had to does, do this. does take a lot
2: of work to get the message out but you it does. yeah did. it
1: does and so you know so we were we were generating product and so uh, so the my assets so when we when we don't realize we have you know we're calling our fellow cbb's what do you think is happening they're like uh, we think we're not gonna have a revenue for a year so that's what we were all in the mindset mm-hmm. and they said so if you scraped every dollar you had how long can you last i said it'll be probably a year you know that's but we deemed that our employees were the number one asset that yeah. we had. right we could continue to help our industry and continue to do what we needed to do to help them recover so they're not gonna have any marketing dollars right but what could we do to elevate that that mm-hmm. voice so we did a lot of really just really thinking outside the box so our staff had to work really hard but you didn't either.
0: have to do furloughs, or we
1: never furloughed. i oh, that's, uh, that's wonderful. Yeah, that,
0: that is. Uh, we hear that across the board. Well, you know, we we had some departments borrowing, you know, employees for the other departments and stuff. But yeah, everybody kept employed. that was cool. Well, and I think that's you
2: know? important. That's, yeah. That, that that stability in your job. I know my job was open, and I mean, we were a trucking company, so we were moving product. We had to be. But you know, it's, well, and, was and you glad. remember
1: we opened on uh, our visitor center was closed, but then we opened on June fifteenth. So now we have the the responsibility of opening safely. You know we're working with the national park. There nobody has a handbook. Nobody has a playbook <laughs> right, on how to do this yeah. right. We thank this hasn't
2: happened before. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: we're thinking that at least the national parks across the nation is going to have yeah, some playbook, and like, you're all on your own. Wow. And, and they were literally on their own. So we figured out a plan, and we went from 100,000 on average of visitors. I want you to just you need to be there in the in the in the weekends in the summer. I just want you guys. To and the different
0: languages that are spoken too, by the way. Really, the hundred
2: thousand, yeah. thousand a week? No, hundred? no, no, for oh, a year. Oh, oh, for a year, okay.
1: But in two thousand nineteen, in two thousand nineteen, <laughs> we went to one hundred and seventy-five thousand. Wow. And then with the pandemic, we're still at one hundred and twenty-two thousand. Remember, we're closed, so the volume of visitors that were coming through the visitor center, we became a parking lot for the state park. I mean, there's wow. just a lot. So keep in mind, we have to now figure out what are we going to do with our HVAC system. So in the midst of this, we've got to make sure that that air, you know, because we don't know if it's surface, oh, yeah. we don't know if it's air, so we have to we have to do things to our building to make sure that this is as safe as we possibly can. So and we closed quite a bit, we closed the theater, we closed the exhibit room, the bookstore, it was a long time before the bookstore opened, but we were able to safely and I don't believe anybody got COVID, you no, know? Nobody... that's
2: awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome. Are yeah. all open now? Everything's open? Every opens, everything's open. Can I ask you a question? So- No. <laughs> well, all right, to you. Oh, go ahead, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: it's, it's a
2: confusing <laughs> one. I'm from Chester, and I should know this. I yeah. got to pay to go to the state park, right? Yes. Now you have to pay to go to the national park? Is That's that the crazy. case? And how are they patrolling that? What's stopping me? Is there actual checkpoints now at these?
1: So what's going to happen is you're going to pick up your pass. And it's and just so you guys know, it, it, this is going to be really difficult. So people locally don't know that there's a state park and a national park. Right, two different entities that control and operate them. Yeah, in the same spot, it, right? Yeah. Well, not really. So the, if you think about it, if you go straight down 49 north, that's the state park, and then surrounding the state park is the national park. Oh, okay. So the national park runs really from Miller Beach, which is in Gary, all the way to Mount Baldy. So those that's the, that's the boundaries, but people don't know that. And there was only the state park where you had to pay to get in.
2: Right.
1: So, and, and because it's operated by the state, if you're a state resident, you get a different fee than if you are out of state. Now the federal government's going to charge, we're all federal. Right, because you pay federal taxes, so there is no discount because you're uh, you're a local. So what's going to happen is you're going to buy your federal pass. You're not going to realize it doesn't get you to the state park. You're going it, uh, that's what I was going to ask you. It's not a combo out. path. So, Way to make
2: it really confusing there, Lorelai. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're, having, we're having discussions. Let me, and let me tell you, you're talking two different governments. <laughs> trying yeah. Try to work together.
0: Oh, that's crazy. But,
1: but as far as your question though, Andy, is they're not going to have gates for the National Park. So what they're going to do is they're going to have uh, rangers that are going to be roving. And they're going to be going to those parking lots oh it's a parking pass it's not a, an entry pass it's like a ticket right. you okay. put on
0: your, your yes. windshield
2: and or something it, right yeah but
1: it's everything it's bailey homestead if you go to pinhook bog all the
2: stuff that was free before that's exactly. all i'm saying
1: exactly but you know what it's been really interesting we hosted the public comment so through zoom they did public comment. so we did it for the national park and everybody realizes that first of all if you have five million people that are coming you've got to protect the resource right and so you know people don't realize they became a national park that meant nothing in terms of budget it meant nothing in terms of staffing um and so they have to make i would assume
2: it did actually it
1: didn't it There's a lot of deferred maintenance in all of our national parks, so you already have this millions of dollars of deferred maintenance. So if if we want to have that quality experience, and of course we're advocating for that. Absolutely. They have to have a funding source. So a lot of folks are like, not too many people were that upset. I mean, certainly people are like, if I can get it for free, I want it. But they really understand the rationale. And when you buy the pass, here at the visitor center, our visitor center, that money stays with the national park, so it doesn't go to one big pot.
0: That oh, is money does. So what if I buy it on see the, the other thing too that we found out was you can buy a national pass and and that is good for the park as well not the state part of it but the It's good
1: for all national Yeah
0: because I went to when I went to Puerto Rico they've got some the forts yes. are national so I bought it so that I because it's $15 in Puerto Rico to go to those national forts there so I thought, well, heck, two different days, that's 30 bucks, there was two of us, that's 60. I Might as well spend 80, get the national pass, and so now I'm good to go. No, that's yeah. cool.
1: So what's important to keep in mind? So what he, what Greg would have bought was the America Beautiful pass. Okay. So that's eighty dollars, and it's a great deal because if you think you're going to go to a couple of national parks in, right. and it's only for a year, right? Correct. Then yeah. you get that pass. But if you just want to go endless to our national park and you're not going to another national park, it's a forty-five dollar pass Wait, and per year. Wait, per year?
0: Forty-five per year? Per year. Okay. And you can go all oh, the year oh, round
1: okay. into our park. So so that will be some confusion. The state park. National. See, <laughs> I'm sitting right next
0: $50. to Lorelei and I'm still confused.
1: Since if you want to, as a state resident, if you yes. want to go into the state park year-round, it's $50 for Okay. The other thing is, and there's all... I like, used to go to the
2: national park and just walk to the state park because it was cheaper. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so Andy, that's no longer... Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> well, if <laughs> I get dropped off, it is.
1: <laughs> there is a walk-in fee. It's,
2: oh. There is a walk-in fee. Oh, even to go from beach to beach? Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, so it's so so. So our beaches
2: are busier than ever. It's costing us more money.
1: That stinks. I mean,
2: overall, for what your job is, what our job is accounting to attract more people, wonderful. But also, for the people that are here, it makes it just I go there less now.
1: No, but think about it. If you were going to the movies with your family uh-huh. to pay the tickets and the popcorn, how much would you pay? Oh
2: goodness, I got four kids. That'd be expensive, right? Yeah. right. So
1: you think about it. It's a forty-five dollar pass for your whole family. It's for, for the, the whole year it's for the car. So yeah. I think when you start to break it down in that perspective, if you're going to use it, if you're going to yeah.
0: use it, that, and and that's like with anything, correct? You know, you, even if you go to the water parks and and you pay a yearly fee, if you only go once, then you just wasted some money. But if you go multiple times. So now maybe this will get your butt to the beach even more.
2: Well, and I had a state park pass, and I used to go, like, every day after work, I'd pick up the kids, we'd go, and we'd just hang out for 20, 30 minutes. That mm-hmm. made sense. But, um, and and, and mean, I'm not trying to beat you up on it. I was no, just no, asking no, no, I hope it didn't come across. What are no, those boxing gloves for there, Andy, huh? <laughs> yeah, where's the ring ring? <laughs> 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 no,
1: I've been mean, in enough meetings with Paul Levitt, who's the best person. <laughs> and, and who actually does put that in perspective. I think it is in perspective. And I think, too, you value things differently when you have to pay for it. Yeah. yeah. So I think, for overall, yeah. I would say we've had some people that are like, uh, I liked getting it for free but I think at the end yeah. of the day people really understand that listen you're getting it for free but then you're going to start up being upset by the quality experience because the, the the trash cans are you know they're beat up the, the benches are beat up the table point. or
0: it's just dirty and you want it you know yeah. it needs to be it, clean exactly. and all that and that's stuff that's not yeah. what we expect from yeah. our national parks no ever. So and, and, yeah. and we don't want that for our county no. you know we want people to have a great experience and then like I said they'll come back spend some more money um, speaking of that while I'm, I'm thinking about it the pavilion okay so the pavilion is in a state park. That is correct. Okay so if I want to go to dinner with Andy I don't know why I want to do dun, that but you know <laughs> I have to pay a fee to get into the state park to go spend more money to go to dinner.
1: That is correct.
0: Huh
2: is that open yet? The,
1: the it's supposed to be opening uh, at the end of this month. Because it might be
2: worth it Greg and if so we're gonna, be, we're gonna have to uh, record one of the radio shows from there. We're oh to- that would be oh. awesome. We're gonna so have to go through- Speaking
0: oh, of. Oh yes oh and you're listening to WVLP Community Radio 103.1 FM this is Porter County Buzz and again I would be amiss if I didn't say if you have any questions uh, you can always email us at www or not w it's just pcbuzz103 at yahoo.com. So.
2: And then, uh, this is Greg. That was Greg. Oh, Greg Sims,
0: Sims Annie Bozek, and we have the great pleasure of Lorelai Weimer from our. I'm not going to say it because I'm going to screw it up. Summer tourism, 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 Porter County.
2: Someone's doing tourism, Porter County.
0: She's going to stab me with tourism a pen Soma. in a moment. I don't know why I can't remember you it, but you know. it
1: really easy to use tourism. <laughs> no. Our formal name is Porter County Convention, Recreation, and Visitor Commission. I oh my that. gosh. C V R. Yeah. I always wondered.
0: How well, does it even yeah. fit on a t-shirt? Oh, no, yeah, it would no, never yeah. fit. It's
1: brutal. <laughs> it's
0: brutal. <laughs> Three people lining up with different t-shirts just to have this the name coming across. <laughs> what the heck. But uh, let's go back to the pavilion before we got interrupted by uh, our station identification. Um, okay so uh, how I want to go to dinner at the pavilion when it opens which is be soon. <laughs> And so it's gonna cost me how much to get in
1: well if you have an annual pass it'd be fifty dollars and I can't remember what the 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 actual daily fee so there's a daily okay. fee, and it's 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 cheaper if you're a state resident
0: is it a nightly I mean is it a day night like what if I went at seven o'clock at night
1: Greg you're paying that you're paying the, paying the
0: same
2: people. amount of money <laughs> <laughs> Out of this I
1: would say, Greg, Wait. you need to get that fifty dollars pass.
2: What I we'll, we'll Uber up there, but
1: uh, We'll walk around. Yeah. Or you can park at the visitor center and and. Uh, that's high. We just we just bought a bike business, so you can rent a bike from us and ride Wait, on up. And, what? You
2: bought a bike business?
1: You know, there was a bike business that were there for like I don't know if it's like three to five years. Oh, inside business.
2: your facility? It, no, in outside it was, in you a you trailer. on yeah. Road, okay. so the
1: road that's right next to our facility and. Um, they just couldn't make it go, and I think part of the problem was is where it was located. From a security standpoint, they needed to labor up a little bit more than they probably financially needed to. Mm-hmm. So they just decided that they were going to sell it, and we're like, you know what, it's re- you know. It's so cheap with all the contents, they did a great job, so we figured... Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, so we're going to be right by the trail, Um, we're going to be a slow go to get into it, so another opportunity to do some revenue. The other thing we're looking at is we're looking at another opportunity for revenue producing, so that we... So one of the things we didn't talk about, but um, we have a... Our building is from 2006, so we're at 16 years old, the building is great, Mm -hmm. the foundation of the building is great. The displays are awful, so oh, you, well, you updated you know, updated or? they need to be updated. So, you know, the national this is a really um, important topic to the national park, and so they've been asking us, they're like, Guys, we got to do something. I'm like, You know, we don't have the budget,
2: you know, yeah, we're in, you guys pay for it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly,
1: well, that doesn't work too well either. So, um, but anyway, so you, we, you want know, me to
0: call Joe, you know, and say, Hey, Joe, we need some money. And
1: so, we, we to redo the redesign and do the the first phase of the indigenous cultural trail, which will start at the Visitor Center and this is going to be an incredible trail to tell the story. Is this connected to Marquette Trail or is that something? No this will be different. completely different. Okay. So all the land surrounding the Visitor Center has now been donated to the National Park. So the Indigenous Cultural Trail will start at the Visitor Center and then it will merge onto their property. So we have all the engineering done for phase one which is on our property. So the goal oh. is to redo the Visitor Center um, then do also get phase one of the Indigenous Cultural Trail then we have a plan in place, so that's why we're asking for ARP money, for $3 mm. million. Yeah, okay. But then we have a plan in place that said, we're going to find a revenue source that goes specifically to the visitor center that's going to constantly update the displays so that we're not in this situation again. Right. So what I was saying in terms of, before we started talking, is that we brought in an outsider to look at all the numbers, and he took all my data, and we have a lot of different sources of data, and said, okay, if we do this visitor center redesign and we make this an attraction in and of itself right you need to come to the visitor center before you you start your journey in our destination he thinks we can go from a hundred and fifty thousand visitors a year yes mm-hmm. to 225 to 250,000 Wow and if we get them into the communities which is what our job is to do get them to the dunes and then get them into our community for that spending we should be able to get an extra spending from those visitors annually 20 million huh? dollars when I say 20 million that's going to the restaurants that's going to the right. hotels, gas stations, gas, gas
0: stations and all that all stuff tax money but yeah
1: the yeah. yeah yeah so the, the goal is that this is a way we can start to get some of that money back that we lost of the 72 million and so the the visitor center needs to be that anchor so it's great that they're going to the Indiana Dunes but if they get off of 94 go into the state or national park, and then get back on 94, Right. we've lost this economic opportunity. Right. right. And I think that's what the complaint has been for many, many years,
2: is that we've got this huge diamond in the backyard, and we just can't drive that traffic downtown. I know in Chesterton, not in the economic sector. That's just what we've talked about as friends, and why don't we see all these people? We see these long lines at the beach, but you don't see them coming downtown to eat. Right. But well, I think that's changed now, right? You, you're it has starting changed, to get on You know, it's
1: interesting because you gotta remember that we're, leisure, we're a leisure destination. So that's our huge driver. Over 80% is coming just to expend, spend time, the weekend getaway, the <laughs> couple of days or whatever, but they're not wearing a t-shirt that says, I'm not from Porter County, right? So it's it's harder to track it, but then you have a pandemic hit, and then you realize, oh my gosh, how much visitation. One of the restaurant owners was telling me mm-hmm. that the money he's bringing in from visitors, he's like, My staff do not have to get a second job in wow. my restaurant. That's amazing. He said, If businesses are saying that they don't have a visitor market, why are they getting so excited for summer to come? Because if it's all local, mm-hmm then that would be equally spread out during the year. But people really get geared up for summer because they know that they're getting that visitation. But again, it's, and, and it's good, Andy, that they don't always know because we don't want to have too much tourism where it's like, I can't get through. I can't yeah, get, you're I'm like, oh, like Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Or well, that's exactly <laughs> it because you can't, you, you're backed yeah. up in the traffic. So speaking, right. keep in mind before the bypass, which, which is yeah. 49, we do not even know yeah. that there was a day that there wasn't 49 in Chesterton. Think about that traffic. That dunes traffic was going down Calumet.
2: Wow! And right,
1: people really knew it. You oh, know? see, that was before my time. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, even thing. in the
0: eighties, I came. To that one was forty nine built.
1: I think it was in the seventies. Okay.
0: Could, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's wild. But now, with with the, with all this money being spent, how do they like? Are we a destination or are we a stop off to another destination? Like, are they going from say Chicago to Valpo or to Porta County to New York, or are they coming here and then going back home?
1: So that's an interesting question. So, you know, we do a lot of studies, and so here's one of the things that we can tell you that changed. So when we became a national park, we now are in an elite group of 63 national parks. So there's like 425 national park units. There's only 63 of us that have that special name. So now we're in this elite group where people have put it on their bucket list. So in 2000, but you want to hit every
2: national park. You want to hit yeah, every national park. yeah. yeah. What was
1: interesting in 2019? What we found? So there's quite a few people that we were that were the destination yeah. without question, because we know in our economic impact study, we know the percentage of people that are passed through. Okay. Right. But what happened is in 2019, we didn't see the hotel bump. We saw the visitation bump, but we didn't see the hotel bump. So we're like, that doesn't make sense. So what was happening, Greg? The news came in February. Their trips were already planned. They know that they're going from point A to point B, and we're on their way. They stopped in, and they think we're going to be like Oh well, Yosemite, we're going to do a quick drive through. Yeah. Or Grand Canyon. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> they get yeah. here, they're like, you really can't do the dunes in an hour. So they said we're going to come back, and it was in twenty. Like last year, we saw them coming back. Wow. They're coming back sooner. So our season has hmm. been expanded. It's no longer a beach destination. It's They're coming in March.
2: To do what? Are they watching birds? or?
1: They're doing it all. They're, the hiking has oh, just gone through the roof. The, oh. the, the merchandise we're selling on our Three Dune Challenge and the Diana the Dunes, it's exploded. So phenomenal. It's exploding. I do think it's a combination of these National Park visitors First of all, they're not fair-weathered friends, right? I don't need to have the perfect weather. They know that you can have yeah. a great hiking experience. Um, I was there one weekend, a couple weekends ago, at the visitor center, and it's raining. It's cold. It's miserable, and the visitor center is full of people, and I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> do <we> go home? <laughs> and no, it's spring break. They yeah. decided to come to go us, and they're on the trails, and wow. you know, yeah, and there's a lot. you still there's tree coverage. They don't have the leaves on it and stuff, so. We're seeing that birding is another, you know, another big uh, activity that we push and so forth. So, we're seeing now you're starting to see the uptick in the hotels because it's now we are the destination. I'm like going to really experience the national park, and because they love their national parks, mm-hmm. they understand the value of national parks and they know the breadth of what we have. So, another fun statistic is um, we are seventh. okay get it right i think we are seventh in the nation out of all the national park units 425 we're the most biodiverse seventh bio most biodiverse Hmm. we have four climate zones that merge here and because of those four climate zones, we have things like a prickly pear, cactus that should not be here, right? Wow. We have things that are further in the north that shouldn't be here, but because of our geographical lo- location. So we're considered the uh, the crossroads to biodiversity. That's
2: really interesting. I didn't know we had a prickly Sounds cactus. Sounds like a marketing campaign. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of the things I would encourage <laughs> our listeners, um, one of the things that we are... So we work uh, really closely, obviously, with the National Park and the State Park. There are things that they can't do, right? There's things that are very difficult for them to do, and so we're like, take advantage of us, right? Mm -hmm. We can do that. So the National Park had an orientation film, I love to joke about this. It is so old that the glasses...
0: How old is it?
1: Yeah, I love it. It's so old, Greg, that the eyeglasses that the Rangers are wearing in the film have come back in style. now the. (laughs) Also give, we <laughs> so we've been going to the National Park and we're like guys, guys this is really bad.
0: Poodle skirts and uh saddle <laughs> yeah, shoes yeah. are back in style and let's not get crazy yeah. Andy, let's not get crazy. <laughs> so
1: we're like we're going to the National Park like you have got to do something about this film, right. you know oh my my gosh they did it you're talking it's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar film and they're like we can't do it and so finally one day i said okay guys it's really to a point we've got to talk (laughs) why don't you contract with us we can't pay for it but we can do the film and we did it and And probably a lot cheaper than that a lot lot cheaper than that so we unveiled it during the pandemic we unveiled it at the 49er drive-in um, did you really at the drive? We, did, uh, this is, we were, I were the last event in October that he had there, and, and and now it's at the it's at the visitor center. And I would. Were really, you in the film? I'm not. in the film. Oh, you missed
0: out that opportunity. Forget about it. I was I was all excited about watching hey, it, but no, know, no. Thing, Is Will Smith in it? <laughs> I
2: mean, I mean, I didn't, wow! I
1: didn't make the cut. I mean that's really sad. But did in it that? bet. <laughs> uh huh. He's he is not. not, but. Oh,
2: he's in everything. Yeah,
1: he is. But what I would say, I would encourage. the... Our visitor center is open. A lot of people don't know we're open seven days a week. We're mm-hmm. only closed three days out of the entire year. We'll be going to our extended hours from 8 to 6. We're open on 4th of July. We're open on Easter. We're open today. Good Friday. Or Tuesday? <laughs> Tuesday. We're going
0: Tuesday. A little <laughs> time always, warp there. Oh, yeah.
1: But but seriously, we would encourage people to come and see the orientation film. We have been hosting <clears> service clubs. Their meetings have been meeting at the visitor center so they could see and then I bring I bring Paul in, so we show him the movie. What's
2: the orientation video about? Why would it they just, want to see that?
1: It tells you the story of the dude. Okay, that, that's the awesome. National Park, and the State awesome. Park, it tells you about the bike. And it's, and it's free.
0: See, it's we can free. go. You can bring your kids there, Andy. You don't have to pay a fee. Probably have to pay a fee somehow. <laughs> you
1: know, it's only, I think there's only two locations you don't have to pay the fee, and the visitor center is one of them. There,
2: there you also. go. And
1: there's a bookstore there, so you can. Oh, I didn't know that. We
2: can you can read all about it. <laughs> we we'll read all about
0: it. <laughs> so now, okay, let's go back to your bikes. So it's okay, so I go to your, I park in your parking lot and I've I'd like to bike to the dunes. So how much am I renting a bike for and do I get in free to the park if I, or discount because I rode a bike? No,
1: you'll get a bike you'll have to pay the bike fee I'm sorry this guy is finding uh, everywhere every I like this
2: stuff that's why we work so well together uh,
1: to I'm trying it. to help out
0: those people in Porter County that you know are looking for you know a little bit of money savings and have some activities going on know, I'm always know. looking out for the little guy Laura. the little guy well, to get I, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know I don't know what the pricing is at okay. this point so we're working on that but a lot of it has been handed to us from the previous order It's all
0: new so you're still learning to yeah, right so, yeah. but,
1: but it's going to be a nice amenity and then when the Calumet Trail done which is now going to be the Marquette Trail It's going to be nice you don't have to just go into the into the state park It's going to be nice that you can actually go east and west another way to get into the communities So it's and uh, You're going to
2: have to sell bike supplies so stop on the bike trail like that'd be awesome tires
1: stuff like that yeah. We are, we are going to be as entrepreneurial as we possibly oh, that's can. Awesome. That's That is cool. It is, it is, yeah. It's really, we, you know, we looked at it as if we pass this up and we want to do this on our own, like start from scratch, there is no way. We could have done this on our own in terms of the cost of it so i think mean, they just wanted to get rid of it and so wow. we, we just stepped in and said hey you know we think there's some great opportunities with the national park the birding festival takes place at our site mm-hmm. uh the outdoor festival also convenes at our site so it gives the national park some things to do so there's a great there's a lot of opportunities with the That's with cool. us owning the bikes and stuff
0: get some tandems Andy oh. and I can, you know, WVLP on the road, you know, take Porter take County Buzz.
2: Greg we has a
1: tandem. We're gonna use it.
0: I have uh, six of them. Yeah.
1: Do you, do you have extra insurance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We live coast? on the edge. You Come have, on Lorelei. the bikes you can ride on the water that you ride yes, out, right? the hydro bikes. Yes. yes. I
2: wonder if yeah. we can do
0: those at the dunes. We, we have. I have taken them there. Really? It's how I describe it is it, the, the hydro bikes and for those of you listening <clears> if you look it up hydrobikesindiana.com but um, if, if you take them on a calm lake like Rogers Lake what are we we had them for, for years at um, in Lake George and Holbert. It's, it's smooth, it's like riding a 10 speed bike on an asphalt surface. You take these things on Lake Michigan, it's like a rough mountain bike trail. Really? You're going up and down and you flip over and then you flip oh them back gosh. over. But it's like, and you can almost get seasick because you are bobbing every I which way. It. I believe it. But it is intense and it's, yeah and we'd highly recommend it. We always give people a life jacket anyways but there is no way you're not wearing one on Lake Michigan because you're, you're gonna get wet and you might even go into water. Yeah it's, I'd be
1: wearing one. But it's a
0: heck of a ride.
1: Where are you launching at?
0: Well we would just walk them go into the parking lot I had a trailer and we just walk them into the just walk them on the beach and throw them in the water.
1: Wow. Yeah that's I how we launch them. I have seen that before. Yeah they're pretty
0: intense. It, it's, they're pretty cool, actually. It's yeah.
1: really cool.
2: It's- <laughs> Cause they had them at Lakeland Park, so uh, Burns Harbor does a festival every year, a Tower yeah. Fest. And- all of a sudden I see this guy pulling these bikes out of the water, I was like, is that Greg Sims? What <laughs> the
1: heck <laughs> is going on here? And it was. Uh... I guess my question is, is what is he not involved in? <laughs> that's my question. What hat isn't he wearing? <laughs> I mean, t-shirts, Oh, hats,
2: oh my God. He's just like you, you two wearing all these different hats doing all these different
0: jobs. But I think that's what takes us, I mean. I, I need to make all this money hobby. to go into the parks because every time day I'm going around, yeah. I'm getting charged. <laughs> <laughs> you be able to avoid Greg. The <laughs> <laughs> I just got smacked by two people by the way. You can't see it but you probably heard it on the radio, <laughs> you know, and everyone at home is probably, you know, clapping about it. You
2: know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no which one? oh and you're listening to WVLP 103.1 FM uh, Porter County buzz and uh, we thank our sponsors uh, the independent order VOD fellows uh checkbook lodge number 56 in good old Valparaiso Indiana and uh, we are our extraordinary guest well here's Andy Bozek to my side to and, and extraordinary too come yeah, on there come you on. go <laughs> yeah but I'm trying to be honest <laughs> yeah, we're trying to be an honest legitimate show here Andy Lorelai <laughs> and is uh, she's laughing at Andy not me she's laughing at Andy uh, even though
1: great
2: <laughs> 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 whatever <laughs> well I know Lorelai, we've talked a lot and we got a lot of questions but we're coming down to like the last 15 minutes <clears throat> I know you is there anything you wanted to make sure you covered or went over or do you want us to kind of ask more questions because we got them but
1: it's whatever you want to do I, you know I just want to encourage you know our local residents you know what we find is when the residents come into the visitor center they get our activities guide or they go to our website We hear this repeatedly, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. All of this was in Porter County. So we want the residents, first of all, you've chosen to live here. So we want you to be proud of what you have in your area. We want you to take advantage of what you have in the area, take advantage of us and our resources. And then when your friends and relatives come into town, showcase the yeah. county but don't let them stay at your house make sure they stay at the, <laughs> the hotel
0: because <laughs> we need that five percent
1: <laughs> we want five to make sure they stay at
0: the hotel <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh so
2: you guys used to have a facility and it might still be there you'd walk in and it would kind of be a local business listings because i i do photography and i used to have a pamphlet in there that you know like if people were in there they can see local businesses is right. that still up there
1: Yeah, so what we did with the pandemic, the brochure, we basically flipped the rooms, which Mm -hmm. is what we're going to do in the redesign. We put all the brochure racks. Um, First of all, they were locked up, but now they're open, and the brochure racks are in the exhibit room. That's free for our businesses that are hospitality-related. So we offer quite a bit of free opportunities to really—we're not a—it's important to know we're not a pay-to-play. We are here to promote— our industry, which is the travel and tourism industry, mm-hmm. which is hotels, restaurants, and so forth. So there are minimum things that they get from us, but it's pretty cool in terms of the free listings that they get. Now, there are other opportunities where they can pay, but our job is to make sure that the visitor really knows what we have to offer in Porter County. So um, that's one of the things that I think really sets us apart in what we're doing. And so it's really about helping these businesses, and that's why we like to say you gotta get, we got to get the visitors. The dooms is doing their job. You guys they're bringing the visitors right they're here we've got to get them to shake off the sand south of Go the in. dunes and we've got to get them into our community. have
0: you ever uh, talked to other national parks and see how they maybe there's something that they're doing that would be wonderful for here or i mean i don't know if there's a network or stuff like that
1: so if we're if we're going to learn from the other national parks, it's really through the national park itself. So oh, I they see. They work with their fellow things. Gotcha. I will tell you the weakness that we have, and this is it's any weakness. And by you. the way,
0: she's looking at Andy right now.
1: That It is an opportunity. One of the things that are are and we have cons- we have worked with big tourism consultants that will come in and help us with destination development, marketing, research, and all that they can't get over the disconnect between the Indiana Dunes and our communities. So they said communities would die to have Indiana Dunes in their backyard or Mm -hmm. front yard or however you want to look at it, but that connection is missing.
2: What do you mean as far as physical location
1: connection? About connecting to the brand, right? So even though Hebron is our farthest from the dunes, right? Hebron needs to make sure people know that they're in Indiana Dunes country, that they're connected. And we know through our research that a visitor will travel out of their way on their desk on their travels 50 miles out of their way to do something that is of interest to them
0: wow right? so 50 when, miles what, that's what they're a saying lot.
1: is if, if, if it's if i have the time mm-hmm. and i'm traveling yeah. I we'll literally go that 50 miles so there is no place within porter county that can't Get that indiana dunes guest so we're trying to really get the communities to understand that you've got to use that word indiana Dunes. exactly yeah. exactly so if you go to i'm trying to think of uh, the outer banks in, in north carolina uh-huh. you go to all these communities and they have obx right because they're all a part of the outer banks and they're all making sure that they're getting off they're taking advantage of that brand you're not seeing that take place No yet. you're not. So you don't have
2: a shirt store down in Coutts that exactly. says Indiana Dunes and so, I'm sorry Or a wall drug me.
0: or a massive uh, spool of yarn or something yes, right
2: Yeah. So are about some spool of yarn yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> hey, It happens I liked it But I guess that that would be the thing right so you would task he, a Hebron get some kind of an attraction that's really awesome that people coming to the dunes would love to come and see because they will see it if they knew about it and yeah right
1: well one of the things I've told Hebron I just had this conversation the other day um, is bring back your famous pies I mean people would travel to go to Hebron for their pies and if they could find those recipes again to really to have make- yeah. They were known for the country kitchen. Oh, I
0: didn't know that. The country kitchen right off of Main Street there.
1: Right, right. Yeah, they lost the recipes? I don't know where oh the recipes goodness. are. Right? I said, get the but bring back yeah. those Hebron pies. And I'm telling you, I know what I've traveled to for. Think about what you will where uh, you'll, for you'll good, travel food, for food. Yes.
0: For yeah, food. yeah. You know, yeah. So it's, but again, right. the attraction right. it's, it's
1: all of that. So those are some wow. things. So it's got to have it is product based, right? So it's got to have a great restaurant. It's got to have a great food and beverage entertainment, whatever that component is. But people are like, I will travel. People are going to travel. Yeah to go to the pavilion to have that rooftop experience and
0: pay $15 to get in? Lorelei going to smack me, That's I, 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 yeah. going to happen? As long as I got
2: their list,
1: I'll pay $15. One of the questions is, is why is there such a disconnect, right? Why does the Outer Banks have this connection and we don't? Well, one of it is we have major highways that run east and west, if you think about it. US uh, 12, 20, 94, 80, 96. So it's almost like it we just cut off yeah. the national park and the state park so it's like an island. Mm. Plus, there's a state park and a national park so you are not allowed to have retail development or restaurants, oh. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's none of that business development, like if you go to New Buffalo, that development's almost right on yeah. the lake itself. Right. So we think those are two of the probably the critical components that's causing some of the issues well
0: but what about portage portage has a wonderful marine and everything else they can't are they doing
2: something to is it back? Didn't it wash away
1: i don't think it so didn't wash away, no. <laughs> but a lot of the erosion was at portage lake front yeah. park but, but even if you think about that there's a confusion mm. um it's going into a mill the other thing is that our consu- oh, yeah, the other things that our right. consultants have said is the lack of wayfinding signage so we had a consultant that started in lake county on highway 12 went all the way to uh, Michigan City, took every left turn that they could take, and they never found the entrance to the state park, and they never knew there was any place to spend money until they got into Michigan City. Wow,
2: I believe that. And he said, you're just
1: right. signage, you know, so if you think about it, if you're in, on Highway 30, yeah. in, in, on, on, in Balbo, mm-hmm. just having a, a, a very good, solid, wayfinding signage yeah. plan that says, by the way, National Park right. and State Park, you know 15 miles or 12 miles up the road it's this that and it's circular so you know you can't put something in your gps if you don't know it exists
2: will there ever be any development down 49 there by you guys or that's all private property so it won't ever have businesses or anything
1: there is, there are definitely spots of land um, that are near the national park that is open for development. And
2: people just aren't <laughs> interested at this time. Huh? You know,
1: I, I, we haven't figured that one out either, Andy. So, who knows what the double tracking, what that will be? Uh, yeah. But again, we want it to be thoughtful. Um, you know, there's a planned RV uh, park. Did so that pass? Is that going to happen? I, I don't know if it's been finalized okay. yet. So I know that's still in the process. So, but,
0: but the old water park area, right?
1: No, this so. is over where Ellis electric. So oh. it's, it's literally almost like behind us. Oh, on okay. Road. I think, I think they're looking at a traffic study oh, uh, for so that, okay. for that particular thing. But I do mm-hmm. think there's some real opportunities um, and I think there are pots of land or spot, you know, there's land that is available, but you have to kind of, kind of look at that. Yeah.
2: Because I, I mean I love the national parks. I love that you don't have any commercial stuff in there. But at the same time, I also love going up into Michigan and eating a burger right. on the beach right. or you know having a drink. I mean that's it's I, kind of uh, like six and one and a half dozen
1: another. But I think there's opportunities. I, do think that. There, I I think there's opportunities. The for
0: pavilion for, could could the, be it, the right? It
1: or or having some uh, restaurant locations that sell the dunes and say, hey, buy your your box lunch from us but take it into the state park so that's where you're really. You should be in charge of this organization. We know (laughs) a lot.
0: (laughs) Have a little bike basket so put the meal in your bike basket and bike to the dunes.
1: That's exactly it. It's it's really trying to think creatively Uh, you know mm -hmm. in terms of you know really doing that we're trying to make sure you know we want we'd love a brewery to have an Indiana Dunes name you know name a beer after the Indiana Dunes. That's where you start to tie in.
0: Lorelei Lager (laughs) <laughs> I, just no, no. I just called it. I just called
2: it. I
1: think you got that wrong. <laughs> uh,
2: have you guys approached yeah. these new breweries that are now in Chesterton? These distillery and everything—they they, they and are we,
1: We've had some conversations. Oh, about cool. that. So we're also having conversations about coffee. We're trying to look at some some things that maybe other people are not doing. So we're we're really we we are pretty always open. To really, at you've You got a really things.
2: cool, interesting job. I mean, it really. New challenge every day, besides the COVID, you know, that would have been a downer, Andy. That
1: <laughs> you, know, but you know, the reality of it is it could have been a lot worse, you right. know, if we had the Indiana Dunes, and who would have yeah. thought yeah. we would have had higher attendance, uh, and thankfully, you know, what we predicted uh, didn't come true, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it was a January of, so 2020 was tough, and then we started the, the off season that was a really tough ride and then thankfully last year it finally turned around but it was about mid-year hmm.
0: so you know uh, I'm gonna be going to uh, Mount Vernon soon and you know they've got a, uh, a grist mill and distillery there so you know maybe uh, do a grist mill uh, whiskey uh, thing into dunes sell some alcohol <laughs> just saying it right. could happen we can take some of the sand turn it into glass use the glass as the container for the liquid There you go. And
2: this is why you're not in charge of (laughs) the
1: sandwich.
0: Trying to think creatively, Andy. (laughs)
1: We're not allowed to take any sand out of the nail Yes.
2: (laughs) Oh, okay. They're very, very very uh, restrictive with that. Trying to get some out of the I thought
0: it was a good idea, but I guess not.
1: (laughs) Greg, when you see the orientation film, you will know. Right? <laughs> the
0: new one or the old one? The new one. Okay.
1: We have, we have peacefully put the to rest. Oh, the that's not online. I said it's
2: not something. It's that's not online. Wrong. And yes. I wouldn't. You want to attract them down there? You right? know we, we say, do. Right?
1: It, there's been quite a few people that they want to sell it as a DVD, so they do want to do the that. old one.
2: No, or the, the new, new one.
1: one? <laughs> <laughs> the new one. But so, but because it is the National Parks film um they get to make those decisions as, oh. as to whether or not we put it on youtube so it's been a debate because you're right if you put it on youtube then do they come to the visitor center um so you know that's been debated i do think once we do the indigenous cultural trail and we have the visitor center redesign people it's going to be a place that people want to go oh
0: couldn't you just throw a couple little like a you know how there's like a preview or a trailer couldn't you put like a trailer oh, well, on that's there a great idea you, well,
1: when the, you know it's interesting when Valpo rotary came in when they got done seeing it, they're like, "You need to be contacting National Geographic. You wow. need." To- oh, it's a good,
2: it's a good video, huh?
1: Oh, it's really good. It's really good. Here's it, you're the- not even in. I just don't. It doesn't make sense. Here's <laughs> what here's what what makes the video so good is that because of drone technology, oh. you're seeing the dunes from a perspective you've never seen. So wow. what happens is like a bird's eye view. Oh my gosh! But you have no idea. Oh, drones aren't allowed at the beach. That that video's illegal. No. It no. was no. on an eagle. They put a camera on an eagle. They,
2: yeah, They know people. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> we got
1: connections. They have fun. But it is. It will show the dunes. People will be stunned with what they see. That's happening at the dunes from a different perspective. You know, in the old days, you had to have a helicopter, and we we've done that. But it's the footage is not near what it is today. So I would.
0: Now she's making it to where I need to go and see this film. I don't know about you, but you know,
1: I don't, I, I, the,
0: uh, although Andy I don't is tearing about up about this. Feet. He's getting so know. emotional no, on no, this. No,
1: it's free. No, no it's, it's free. Yes, it's, it it's the free at the visitor is, center. But what I am going to have you do, I'm going to have both of you no. volunteer for a couple of hours Ugh. on a Saturday.
0: Oh, and what are we going to be doing? What is our volunteer hours going to be doing?
1: Here, here's what's great.
0: Do we have to pay to volunteer?
1: Probably. <laughs> here's what's great, <laughs> Think about this. You get to tell people where to go.
0: Ooh. Do I get to select the people that I can tell who to, what to go and what to do? I don't the people. Uh, are volunteers?
1: <laughs> I'll tell you <us> whatever <laughs> you want if I get to wear a ranger hat. I just need the hat.
0: Oh, oh, no, can, oh, oh I want a coon, one of those raccoon hats they with a little thing in the back. The can Daniels I do that?
1: Park, you can't volunteer. Oh, we no, 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 to... I'll volunteer
2: for you. I'll, that's that's <laughs> great though. I'm really. That would be really <laughs> no, Yeah, we should there. do that. Yeah. Yeah. We've
1: actually thought yeah. about that. So. See, and you know,
0: and I know Andy's the same way. You know, one of the biggest things that being on the council. Thirty seconds. The thirty. We only have thirty seconds. Left. 30, Twenty now. Oh my gosh! A good Holy weekend. cow! Here we go again. Another show is ending, and uh, we appreciate you being with us. WVLP one hundred three point one FM. Uh, this is Greg Sims. Randy Bozak. And Laurel I Weimer. Well, you can say it.
1: Laurel I Weimer, <laughs> Indian Dudes Tourism.
0: There you go. Pcy four three two. There you go. Thanks a lot, you guys. See you next week.